if you want to call what like I I'm somehow I have the ability of doing chicken scratch with typing. <laughs> I, I I seen that. I, it's, I, it's like a very primitive shorthand, and it's so bad that I sometimes look at my notes and go, "What the hell was I trying to remind myself of?" You leave that doesn't notes. even make any sense. You got to leave notes for your notes. Yeah, I need to make my sound wave a little fatter. I'm not use. I'm using my new microphone, uh-huh. but it's a dynamic mic. It's not a uh, condenser like what you're using, which actually yours could come up too. Yeah, you had mine really, really loud. And well, no, I just had the... Uh, see, I could turn this up. Oh, okay. That's and that. you'll just hear yourself more. Oh. But that doesn't mean you're loud. Is that what it is? Yeah, so it's very if I tricky. hurt myself that much, I would start talking softer. Yeah, and we don't need that. Right. But we speaking of audio, we only have about one, two episodes at the most left, hopefully, in uh, air conditioning season. And we can have... Clean, audio, Clean with no, audio with no air conditioning in the background. That would be pretty sweet. I'm sure this is fine, but let me listen to it real quick. Okay, so uh, you like my microphone, by the way? Yes, I do. I've seen pretty it. Pretty cool. I got to use it on stage this weekend. I figured we could talk about, uh, start out talking about uh, the show and how it went. We did the, the, the Le Bonner show. Uh, it was put on by Love's Truck Stop. You know, Stephen Thomas, a former Kill J drummer. Where's the bell? He, uh, he's like a manager out there, and they do this big Le Bonner thing. I think they do it like the whole month of... They do it for a long time, and they do a bunch of different things to raise money. And then, like, the final thing is like a concert. Okay. You know, we did it last year with them. And um, they were, I think they... I forgot what he said, but it was thousands, you know, that they raised th- throughout the whole thing. Which is really cool. And LeBonner donated a bunch of shirts. Uh, they raffled off a cake at the show, and they, somebody paid a hundred dollars for a cake. Sweet, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And all the you know the door proceeds went. And I didn't know this till I got there, but like I even like went to get something to eat in the back, and they just had a big bucket, and they said pay whatever you want for your food, and we give it to LeBonner. Awesome. Like, well, that's badass. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Get like a ten dollar burger, and make you feel good about yourself. Oh, we need to do our shot, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With my plastic cup. Woo. Shoo. Um. Yeah, but it was at the Aberdeen VFW. Have you ever been there? I've never been there. It's kind of a cool place. Well, it's a really cool place, but it's an interesting place because it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's not in the city of Aberdeen. Oh, it's in Comtail Road, ain't it? Yeah. In fact, we made a wrong... I missed a turn, and for a little ways, we were driving down a gravel road. Oh, yeah. And I was like, how ironic is that we're a heavy metal band driving down a gravel road to a show? And I'm sure they wouldn't want us there otherwise <laughs> if it wasn't a, a, a benefit. Is that like the uh, uh, lyric to a new song? Maybe. Driving down a gravel road. On the way to a heavy metal show? On, on the way to a heavy metal show. Because how often does that happen? But the place is really cool. The place is really cool. It's a big place. It's, it's set up nice, and they just built a brand new stage. And that stage is freaking sweet. And I got, the reason I got to kind of gush on it for a minute is because I've been doing live music for 20-plus years. And one of my pet peeves about stages is there's never enough power. 
there's like usually one outlet in the back in the corner. <laughs> but this stage had power all the way across the back. It had power at the front, which is important because all of our pedal boards run off of power. So we usually have to put plug power strips into power strips into power strips yeah. and run extension cords to the front. It's just a big trippy good luck not falling down after the amount of beers you've had kind of situation. So a musician designed a stage. Yeah. Something like <laughs> Instead that. Instead of some guy. It's uh, the dimensions were good. It had stairs. That's really cool for a fat guy like me because I'm so used to like, there's a lot of places we play a stage and it's like waist high or higher, but there's like maybe one cinder block and all these skinny people like yourself are just hopping up there like a gazelle jumping a fence in the meadow. And I, my fat ass is having to like roll and make a joke so that they laugh at that instead of me. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm on knees and messed up, and I had to get up here like had a fat to roll ass. up here. Yeah, <laughs> and all the fat guys listening to know what I'm talking about. You know what you have to do to get on the stage. You got to put like one knee and kind of roll up and kind of push yourself. Yeah, it's 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 a thing. You roll into it. It's very embarrassing. Didn't have to do it on this stage. Had a, a nice set of stairs in the front, one on each side. It was easy to load out on. Uh, oh, and the the outlets at the front of the stage had these little covers over them. So when you're not using them, they don't get filled with debris and beer and all that all that stuff. So whoever built that stage, if I ever need a stage built, I'm going to come find you and pay you whatever it takes. But it was overall a good show. We had uh, Affliction of the Absent had to drop. So we had Somatic Theory, and then we played, and then Seeking Seven. And uh, like I said, LeBonner donated a, a bunch of stuff to raffle off. I bought a ticket to something and then I lost it. And then they called out a ticket number that nobody claimed. So it very well could have been me. But they raffled off like a $100 gift certificate, uh, a pop-up tent, and some other stuff. Um, but yeah, they raised a lot of money for Le Bonner and it was a great show and it was good times. We just added another show for October. October the 25th, we're going to be playing at the Thirsty Devil with the Red Mountain. Is it the Red Mountain or just... Re I think it's just Red Mountain. There's no the. There's a flower on the refrigerator. Is there a the? Uh, it it's our good friends from uh, formerly of Southern Brutality. They've reformed. It's the. There's a the? It's a the. It's okay. sideways. Sideways the. Sideways the Red Mountain. It's sideways the Red Mountain. Those guys are freaking awesome. I can't wait to... First of all, I just can't wait to do a show with them because we party with them and we get hammered and have a good time. But secondly, we've never played the Thirsty Devil. It's come close to happening a bunch of times, but it's just never happened. And guess what else? Well, I'm off work. You're off work. And you're going to redeem yourself from, from the last time of the Thirsty Devil, which we won't talk about. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> you had to think for a second. That's the night that... We yeah. could not count to two, because two was two. I couldn't count to woo. Two was <laughs> two was four, and one was two. I couldn't get the W from one out. Yeah, right. Only two shots of Jameson. Well, two shots is four shots. What? Whoa! <laughs> you, isn't it funny how he just kept saying that over and over? Oh until yeah, it he made just kept sense. saying it like it, five times in a row. I'm like, it, no, I just want two. He's like, but you can get four. Like, I mean, but I want, you get two, you get four. I, I want two, and he's he's like, but you can get four. I was like, well, hey, let's get four. You get four, it's eight. Like, it's really starting to make sense now. Yeah. 
You just got to say it over and over and over. Um, and the only other thing to announce uh, show-wise is we are going to be live at Radio Memphis in Memphis, which would be weird if we did Radio Memphis live and it wasn't in Memphis, but, you know, technology. But we're going to be in the studio at Radio Memphis doing a live performance and interview Halloween night, October 31st. I think it's a Wednesday this year. Thursday. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's it as far as announcements that that I know of. Do you know of anything I'm missing? I don't know of anything going on. So I watched Spider-Man Far From Home. I have not. Okay, well, I wasn't going to give you spoilers anyway. But but the only thing I wanted to say about it is, well, it's good. It's really good. Not No big surprise there. But I watched it. During the time where I'm having to get like right up on this microphone, so I can't even I can't look at you. This is weird. Um, I watched it during the time where Marvel and Sony had decided they were going to break up. Yeah, and it was a like it was so bittersweet watching this movie and and liking it. And all I can all I can equate it to is it's like if you buy a new album from a band that's already broke up and you're listening to it. Right. It's like you're enjoying this, but you feel like, you know, there's a dark cloud, which, again, makes me go, dude, they, even if you're having troubles with your contracts and, and, the, and the business side of things, why did they announce it right as the movie came out? Like, they should have, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. They should have kept that shit a secret. Yeah, a little bit. Because it really, ta- I think it tainted it a little. It's like, hey, here's this new movie. Come watch it. But it's probably the last one. Sorry. You know, yeah, that was it was it was really bittersweet. And of course, now you know they've settled their differences, and they're doing two more Spider-Man movies in Marvel. I guess obviously with him, and then who knows what. But it was really good, like really good. Awesome. Really I, good. I want to see it. Like I was, I was trying to watch it. And I could, I to... Oh, and I could say one other thing without being spoilers. I was wondering how because this is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first Marvel movie post uh, Endgame. Yes. So, and the way they handled the events of Endgame okay. was very cool. Cool. Like, yeah. I like it. They didn't spend, like, a whole lot of time on it because this wasn't an Avengers movie. It's right. a Spider-Man movie. But, but they it, explained it's it. It's in the very, same world, though. They handled, they, they worked it into the storyline very well, I thought. I was like, oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. that's how they're going to, okay. You know, it, it just, it made sense. And it didn't take a lot of time to get there either. And sometimes that's, sometimes that's good. I mean, you don't want to glaze over things, but for this, it worked because it was a Spider-Man movie, not, a, not an Avengers movie. Um, I, won't, I won't talk about that anymore because it's still kind of, you know, spoilery. But... Uh, that Stranger Things teaser came out. Yeah, I seen that. I and didn't I, watch it. I, 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 well, yeah. All I seen was a little thing that says they're not in, uh, what's the name of the town? Oh, uh, shit. Wh- whatever it is. Let's just say Springfield. But they're not That's in. not it. They're not in that town Kansas. anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, I, I seen that. Which kind of. And when it we, said that, I was like, ah. ah we kind of figured that out already. You. We're so much smarter than y'all. But, uh, it's like, why don't y'all listen to us? We know we everything. We know what the hell we're talking about. We've been nerds for a long damn time. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hawkins. Hawkins. We're not in Hawkins anymore. I should have known that because when I was in high school, I used to uh, chew smokeless tobacco, and the first thing I ever dipped was Hawkins. Well, I think that's the like the gateway drug to dipping, ain't it? It's Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a. It's like mint bubblegum. Is that Kodiak? Which ones? No, the gateway would be those packets. Well, they're like little tea bags with tobacco. <laughs> like you're, you're kind of Hawkins. What Hawkins? Like the tobacco never actually touches you. But Hawkins is really sweet and minty, though, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was real. And then the like the. I don't think they have it anymore. Then there was Kodiak, which is a little bit. It's disgusting, dude. Yeah, all of it is. Oh yeah. When I tried it, I never dipped. I I tried one time and threw up and got sick. So. Um, man, I had a problem with smokeless tobacco. I really you was like you dipped pretty bad. Oh yeah. You dipped like I smoke. I dipped a can of Copenhagen a day. Oh, Copenhagen. That's, that ain't no when joke. When I was in high school, up into my 20s. And uh, I would get like a five-finger dip. Oh. Damn, you and was just like, pack it in my jaw. And it was so bad, I could get this big dip, and you wouldn't even be able to tell it by looking at me. Like, my lip wasn't poking out. Uh, so you just... Yeah. And I, I realized, I was like, this is, this is not good. Yeah. And I quit cold turkey. Yeah. I remember the day, like, because people go, like, and I'm sure people that smoke cigarettes do this, like, this is my last pack. Oh, you just keep on. But you have to say, this is my last cigarette, or this is my last dip. I remember I liked it. I would always like to get a dip right when I got done eating. Oh, yeah. And I went to Burger King, got a big fatty Whopper, and ate, and I went out in the parking lot, and I popped up my box of snuff. Pack, 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 pack. (laughs) And I put a big dip in my mouth, and I still had a bunch left in the can, and I tossed the can in the ditch. Yeah. I said, that's my last dip I'll ever get, and I never got one since. Speaking of Whoppers. And it was rough, son. Man, it's rough. Was it one day last week where there was a charity thing going on? All the proceeds is selling a Big Mac. I think McDonald's is selling Big Macs, and all the proceeds is going to some kind of cancer research, breast cancer or something like that. Yeah. You know that... Burger King stopped selling Whoppers that day just to kind of help out Big Mac sales. That's pretty cool. I thought that was kind of cool. I like Burger King better now. Even the one that Amory is kind of, eh, <laughs> great experiences there. I'm not right. going to talk shit. <laughs> I've, been, I've had, eh, it's been back and forth. Yeah. Well, see, I'm not a good reviewer of fast food chains because I no longer eat that kind of food. Yeah. That, yeah hardly it's, ever. It's hardly ever. So uh, to get me to review one would be skewed at best. Laura is, uh, you know, me and Laura eat out a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Laura is on some Facebook uh, restaurant review. Yeah, Facebook, I read all about Facebook it. pages. I got she, me some popcorn and read all the comments. She got kicked off of one. <laughs> so she's starting her own. Laura's going to start her own review. That's awesome. So I've told her a long time ago she needed to have her own food blog. Because For we, real? And, I mean, as much as y'all eat out. Uh, yeah, and she's more of a... Dude, like, Laura's so good at that stuff. Like, I'll go to a restaurant, and I'll be like, I don't know what to order, and I'll text Laura. She yeah. Goes, oh, well, Me, the, here's the, the order of what's great. What's great, first yeah. First to last. Well, <laughs> Sean done that. He When he took his girlfriend to uh, Neon Pig, he called me and said, hey, what do I need to get? <laughs> Uh, I've ate this before. What else is good? So, uh, like she told me about that. Um, was it the Halloween roll? Oh, at um, Kyoto's. Kyoto. Oh man, I still get that to this day. The No Name Roll is good too. I don't think I've had that one. That, then that should I'll be your that next, next one. Yeah. Probably put it on the list. Yeah, 
I just got stuck on Halloween roll. Halloween roll is amazing. I still get large. Kara still gets it. Yeah. That's a big roll. That's a big expense. The Halloween and no name. I mean, and you could get like a, the, you could get some edamame and that roll. And you're done. That's a meal. This is good. You're good. What else you need? A cold beer? <laughs> Shooking up scotch. Yeah. <laughs> that no, was so funny that, was that night because <laughs> we looked. I was sitting in a, in a vantage point where I could see you and I could see the bartender. And you for the I think it was the last time you ever ordered a scotch on the rocks. I didn't order it on the rocks. Oh, so you didn't even order it on the rocks. Uh, no, I ordered it neat. She just did that whole thing. She just tried to cool it off for me. That's all. She put uh which for you scotch drinkers out there are gonna know this is a huge no no. <laughs> she poured the scotch into a shaker. Right. And I saw the look on your face. You're like, <laughs> like, well, maybe she's just what? And then you saw her put the ice in there, and you and you were like, and slow. You're like, no, yeah. And she puts the lid on and just starts shaking it like I it's was a jumping martini. Up, I was jumping up now, flagging my arms around. You're like, no, you're yeah. ruining it. Stop, <laughs> stop. But we had a little learning moment then, though. We taught her though, yeah, because she brought it out there, and uh, you she had a scotch snow cone. She made well. She dra- She strained it, but it was like all cloudy and yeah. bruised, Bruined. bruised. But uh, she made me another. I told her to just pour some scotch in a glass. That's it. Leave it alone. And she brought that one out there. Of course, she gave us the other one to drink. To, we could have it. Did but we even finish the? We dirty didn't even one? drink it. We I don't think we, we didn't it. even finish it. But I told her. I said, smell the one that you made first. And she smelled it. She said, yeah, it smells like that. I said, now smell the one that I told you how to make. And she smelled <laughs> it. And she said, oh, my Lord. Like, I'm like, now you see the difference. So I told her how to make a Scotch Neat. And I said, and if they do ask for the rocks, just put mm, on one or two pieces. Of it. Just be done with it. Well, the way, the way you do it is the way I do it from now on anyway for two reasons. I order it neat, and then I, I ask for ice. Right, on the side. There's two reasons I want to add my own ice. One, I know how much to put in there for me. Right. Two, I want to, tr- I want to try it neat first. Right. And then try it on the rocks because it's two different experiences. Yes. And how many times have we gotten a scotch and said, ooh, that really like makes it pop you know, a little bit when you put the... Or or you'll go. Oh, it was better. You, some of them are just better. It depends one way on my moods. Like I that drink, too. I drink Macallan twelve year old, and I I drink it neat. I drink it with a couple pieces of ice, and I drink it with a little couple drops of cold water in it. It just depends on what mood I'm in to whether or how I drink it or not. What do you think about those uh, those rocks? Like the actual <sighs> stones that we we don't seem to use those very much. I've used them, and I think it's. I might just be me. We'd have to blind taste it to see, but I think it affects the taste of the scotch. That's me. I don't know if there's a, some kind of um, oil or residue that can't be washed off of those rocks, but I think it affects the taste. And that's, I don't know. Well, the only thing they're in constant, or not constant, but the only thing they're in contact with is scotch. Right. So you I rinse them off and you put them in the bag, but maybe that bag isn't enough to keep them from getting that. That freezery taste. Yes. Because when you put something in the freezer. Yeah, it does something. And you, especially if you leave it there a while, it's going to taste like it's been uh, in the freezer. I've actually got a, a mold I've been bringing to bring over here for when, when we're in the wintertime when we're drinking uh, more scotch and stuff. I got some uh, ice ball molds. And not the huge, enormous whiskey ice ball molds that are, you know, this big around as the glass. These are small. They're about probably about 
a third of the size of those. So those would be kind of cool. Not for much, so much scotch, because that's probably too much, too much ice for scotch, but I would pour some uh, gentleman over the top of it. Or some Woodford. And Lars been talking about this new whiskey called Jefferson Reserve that I want to try. So that's my next investment. Do you remember that uh, investment? That Voxer I sent you? The that, screwball. That peanut butter scotch? Huh? Or was it just peanut butter whiskey? Peanut butter whiskey? Yeah, peanut butter whiskey. Uh, I don't know. We need to find, that. find it. It was called Screwball. Screwball? Is that peanut butter? Yeah, I think uh, Sean's girlfriend. Yeah, she's a bartender. Oh, really? And she told me about that. Wow. Pretty sure she told I'd me. I'd try it. Yeah. Of course. It's peanut butter and I'd whiskey. Yeah. Two things I love. I want to make another peanut butter beer. Not so much an extract this time. Maybe like an actually legit. But we're going to get to brewing here in just a minute. Oh, uh, yeah. Because we got to talk about the stuff that we're going to. Speaking of brewing, I need another beer. We're gonna. We'll go ahead. All right. I'm gonna, there's, there's, there's like two more things I want to talk to you about before we get to the brewing. One thing I wanted to talk to you about. I don't even know your position on this, uh, or your vantage point, or your experience with this. I guess would be a better way to say it. But I listened to uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, and they just announced that. Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin and well a bunch of people Mark Bernardin is the guy he does the podcast with he's a writer he's written a bunch of cool shit uh, they are doing a Masters of the Universe show for Netflix I've heard about that animated show that's gonna pick up yes. where the one from the 80s left off oh my God. so what was your deal with He-Man when you were a kid it was I, Saturday morning only wasn't it it called, uh, eventually it came on I can't remember if it ever became an after school thing. It was a, it, eventually it became an after it school did. thing. Yeah, because then it was you an after had like He-Man and then She-Ra. Yeah, it was an after school thing for. And a you bit. didn't really want to watch She-Ra, or like you didn't want your friends to find out, but you were like, you were I'm just watching She-Ra. You would, you would pretend like, like, well, it's already on, and I don't feel like changing the channel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if it started out Saturday night, but I remember it mostly as an after school thing. Okay. Yeah, but I watched every episode. Oh, He-Man? Yeah, you're... I was a little old to be watching He-Man, the cartoon, but you're three years younger than me, so you was probably right, 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 right there on top of it. And yeah. I had the action figures and everything. Laura actually... Until I saw Elvira's cleavage, I was all about put playing Put those with, down, yeah. Yeah, there was new toys I wanted to play yeah. with at that point, but... Uh, yeah, those He-Man toys were pretty awesome. They were, man. Yeah, like outrageously priced. You ever right Thunder now. Punch He-Man? Oh yeah! You remember dented battle armor, he man. Uh, dented battle. <laughs> I remember uh, all those standards. That'd be such a like lame all toy. Those, all those. I don't even know. Did they have anything that, that equates to the same thing? A TV show? Well, actually, it was a game first, right? You actually, when you bought your action figures, you got this little mini comic book inside of it, right? Am I remembering that right? <sighs> You got this little mini comic book that told a little bit of a He-Man story. If so, I bet those comic books are worth a lot of money. They're like a little bitty book about this big, I I think. I may be completely wrong or thinking about another toy. Damn it. Like, I need something else to look for on eBay. Uh, (laughs) uh, But out of those, is there any toy that came out that turned into a movie like Transformers did? Was Transformers a toy? It was, it, yeah, it was a toy first. It was a toy first, and then it turned into the thing. Yeah. Uh, G.I. Joe, same way. G.I. Joe. Mask. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
<laughs> you just giggled. <laughs> mask was just, I don't know. Once you go Transformers, weird. you can't like yeah. can't uh, go backwards. Thundercats, I think it was the same thing. Yeah. there was uh, Back then, there was a lot of that. There's a lot of, you don't a lot see that of those a lot of those toy cartoonish kind of shows. Well, yeah, it it because it's still owned by Mattel, so it was a He Man was a toy first. Yeah, but uh, that was pretty. Uh, I thought it was an awesome show, but see now they were talking about like what they can do with it in today's terms. Oh gosh, they can make it a little more edgy. Remember the movie Master of the Universe? Didn't Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. Dolph Lundgren probably. Yeah, it was kind of lame. It was kind of lame. I think they're doing a new one though. I think they are too. Yeah, but uh, what was another one? Uh, but you know what I always thought was funny about He-Man? Like, even as a kid that I thought was strange is that, like, dude, Adam, Prince Adam, and He-Man are the same. They, they don't look any different. Yeah. What's I mean, he's the same guy with, he just takes his clothes off. Same thing with Superman and Clark Kent. But at least he had glasses. <laughs> there was something, you know? He had a hat and glasses or something. Yeah. There was something. But with He-Man, there's no difference. Just... Ad, uh, Prince Adam takes his clothes his off. His voice is not as deep. Strips down to his underwear. Well, like, look at Cringer. Totally different thing. His voice is not as deep. Cringer changed to Battle yeah. Cat. Like, if Battle Cat and Cringer were together, you would be like, that's two different things. Like, Battle Cat always... Prince Adam was standing next to He-Man, yeah. it's like, that's the same guy! The same he just got on different clothes. <laughs> yeah. He just took his shirt off. Yeah. He stripped down to his fuzzy underwear. And it's like nobody figured it out. It's like only, like, two people in the show knew that Prince Adam was He-Man. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the same. He looks <laughs> it's the, same. the same, yeah. He looks the same. I was the same thing about, about Superman. It's not like he painted his face or wore a mask. Yeah. Like, he's the same guy. Even the action figure. I had a Prince Adam, and I was like, well, this was easy to... They didn't have to even change out the dyes. They just put different clothes on. Uh, Why didn't they just send me Prince Adam clothes to put on my He-Man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing that I thought was kind of silly... And I've, it sounds like I'm shitting on He-Man, but I really liked it. But looking back now, because it's on the the original series is on Netflix now. Oh, I had to watch I was, it. I've been, yeah, I've been watching it. And it's, dude, it's so nostalgic. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I love it's it. crazy. This yeah. is the the big. Uh, it's like, like playing Mario Brothers again. But this is what I think. And this is the, the mind that I think in. And I'm going to say this, and I'm gonna, I'm going to almost said a bad word. You are, you almost had to mark this explicit. Uh, I always look at that. What is it called? The world in which they live in, the He-Man world. Was that called? I can't. Eternia. Eternia. Yeah. What if that was a role-playing game? I'm sure it is. That would be kind of a cool setting. If you take out, you know, the main characters and make put those characters like Manny faces and Man of Arms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool setting to have as a role-playing game because it's got the sci-fi as well as the fantasy involved in that. It'd be kind of cool. You know, I don't know why you saying that made me think of this, but one, of course, they weren't giving away spoilers or nothing about the show, but they were giving examples of how it's going to be the same but different. And one way that it's going to be different is that, like, they didn't like how Skeletor always got his ass handed to him. Oh, no, he said, uh, I didn't Sometimes, know. like, they were like, Skeletor needs to almost win. Like, he, he needs to have, like... Well, because a Skeletor never even had a chance, dude. It was a I mean, he looks like the grim freaking Reaper on like eight cycles of steroids. It was a kiddie show. And he show. always got his That's ass handed a, to him. It was a kiddie show. That guy show. does not look like somebody that loses. No, it was a kiddie <laughs> show. That's why. It's a kid show. I know. 
So but still, you know, nobody wants to see. Like they can play with that idea now. Yeah. Oh yeah, now because the only people who's gonna be watching is grown people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because like, uh, I think even like Tila didn't know that he, he Prince Adam was He Man. I think Man at Arms knew. Yeah, Man at Arms. And like one other person, like, oh, well, the sorcerer is obviously, which I'll get to that in a second. I think that, I think the way the season finale needs to go, sorceress is. is that a beer? Damn it, Mark. The sorceress is not what she seems, dude. She lives in a castle <laughs> that looks like a skull called Castle Grace Skull. She's got all these magical powers, yet she's packaged in this pretty bird lady thing. <laughs> and she's got like a weird relationship with He-Man. Like, what are they? Is that his mom or maybe his lover? <laughs> like, who knows what's going on there? But I think she's, I think she's like uh, secretly evil, man. Oh, and I think she's, I think she's due for a heel turn, Uh-oh. like show her true colors or something. Like a a pretty g- gorgeous bird lady would not be living in a giant it's castle that looks like a skull. Oh yeah, <laughs> and her name is the sorceress. <laughs> it's not like. Pretty bird lady. <laughs> the it's, sorceress. It's the sorceress. I'm going to have to get her and watch him. It's been so long since I watched. I mean, I was a. Oh, you'll laugh and you'll like it. Oh. But the other thing is, like I was saying, like not many people know somehow that, that Adam is He Man and He Man is Adam. But like, like some shit will pop off and, and Prince Adam will be like, I'm going to go find help. And then here's <laughs> He Man shows up and they're like, oh, thank goodness you're here, He Man. Yeah. Where did Adam go? Where did Adam? I don't know. Don't worry about that. I'm totally not him. This is kind of weird that Adam and his mangy cat walked off. And then as soon as He-Man Battle Cat and He-Man walked back. like, oh, uh, what happened? I was behind that rock over there. I was behind that rock over there. I'm not He-Man. uh, (laughs) I was over there not being He-Man. Me and Cringer was over cuddling. Yeah. (laughs) I was over there and I'm not He-Man. That's all you need to know. Cringer? Yeah, Cringer turns into Battle Cat. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to do something about that. I don't know what. I hated Cringer. I didn't like the Cringer character. They should have just... Well, I think there was a moral there that, like, all of us can be a Cringer or a Battle Cat. We just got to choose, you know. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. If you got the power of Grayskull. If you got the power of Grayskull. <laughs> that magic power from the Sorceress, who is somehow good. By the power of Yeah. I think she's bad, dude. All right. She's a bad guy. You just don't know it yet. Like, she's pulling all the strings in Eternia. Yeah. And she's got everybody fooled. I didn't know you was a He-Man fan. That's pretty cool. I learned all this new stuff about you all the time. I mean, that was the perfect time, though. Oh, like you yeah. said, a three years younger than you, and you were almost too old for it, so I was right in the middle of all of it. All of it. What year did that come out? What year was He-Man? Like, 82 or 3. It ran for a while. Was it that early? Uh, you're going to have Google. to Google that. Yeah. Yeah, it's Google time. I'm we need eight, some, like, Google music. I'm thinking 85. Oh, I need to call Keller out on his... On his on did something. he mess something up? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, you were 83. It went from 83 to 85. I was 10 years old in 83. Dude, I was just a little kid. So man. you was, like, little... He was, uh, you was I'm good. I'm kind of impressed with all the stuff I remember. When y'all done the last podcast, y'all, when y'all done that segment without me, he was, you was Googling. Were you fine with that? You were Googling something. I was perfectly fine with that. <laughs> you was Googling something, and he was 
humming the theme to the Jeopardy. Do, 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 do. And got it wrong. <laughs> he got the theme to Jeopardy wrong? Yeah. Was he doing a theme to a different show or what? I know. It was, it's, it, was like, it was like almost like Jeopardy. It was like the difference between Ice Ice Baby and Under Pressure. It was that much of a difference, but it was a difference. Wow. <laughs> you had to go back and listen to it. Because <laughs> I, I was humming along with him. And then he was like, he went off. What is, what is he doing? What is he, this is not right. <laughs> Can you tell I'm struggling with this mic? Mm. Trying to find my angle. Because, like, one thing I figured out about, like, singing with this mic, you got to hit it straight on. It's your chair. You need a red, you need a. I like leaning back, though. You know, like leaning back? I'm, like, yeah. comfortable like this. Right. Although I figured out something, you know, this chair's got a massager in it? Yeah. Don't use it. Don't use it? It jacked my back up, dude. It'll make you sore. It jacked mine up. No, really? You got too deep in there? I think I overdid it. You overdone it. You can't if, do it long. Yeah. Yeah. When something feels good, for some reason, you want to do it a whole lot. Yeah. And too much is just sometimes you too gotta much. treat it like McKellen. <laughs> exactly. Get some little shot every now and then. Exactly. Not great, too much. Great comparison. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, the other thing. Yeah, you had two things. What was that? I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, the beard oil. Yes. Are you gonna get it? Yeah. You gonna get the beard oil? I got a package in the mail this week from the Greenhouse Beard Company. My vo- my boy Jay Belesak. Sorry if I'm butchering your name and how to say it. But they got a company that sells beard oil, and I'm like, dude, I've known this guy forever. <laughs> I'm like, uh, why don't I have some of this stuff? And I got it and uh, started using it. And, dude, it's, it's in my beard now. I love it. Because when you first put it, you, you've only used it once. Or did yeah. you use something tonight? I didn't use it tonight. Go ahead and do something out on the air. We got to do a review. On the air. Uh, when I put this stuff in my beard, it like starts shining. It like turns it into gold. It's gold now. It, smell, it smells? Well, they got different flavors, but I, I got the one that sounded more like me. Let me see which one. It I'll smells uh, earthy. Oh, yeah. It's basically like a tree. What was it called? I ordered the one called Lotta Sap. And it's uh it's cedarwood. Cedarwood ce- cedarwood scent made with essential oils along with hemp, apricot, castor, grapeseed, sweet almond, avocado, jab jabba jabba, and vitamin E oil. Vitamin E is good for your skin. But anyway, y'all need to go to greenhousebeardcompany.com and uh, and check it out. They've got uh, they got beard wash. Mm-hmm. They got several different uh, flavors of the beard oil. And uh, he told me today that they're fixing to get some beard combs in. And the cool thing about the beard combs is they're made out of wood. So when you put the beard oil in and you comb it, yeah. it like gets in the, in the wood. wood. Yeah. So like you know, you kind of reuse it. Yeah. I'm really not happy with using this mic. I keep touching it, and I'm probably making a bunch of noises. It looks cool, though. It does. It is a sexy microphone. 
It's all that matters. This is the same. Though this is all that matters. This is the same <laughs> microphone that James Hetfield uses. It's all that matters. Exactly right. the same. <laughs> of course, his is black, and you can't get it in black. Oh, why not? Because he's special. Because he's special. <laughs> he said, I want mine in black. And, they and said, I don't yes. want anybody else's. And they said, yes, sir. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? So before we get to the beer stuff, did we cover? Yeah. Uh, is that what that note was? Beard? <laughs> it, says, it said bird. It said bird. B-E-R-D. <laughs> the bird. And that's where I, that was my reminder to talk about the beard oil. All right. So tell me what we're brewing next. Ah, I think he said we're brewing a uh, pumpkin beer. That's well, how you said pumpkin beer, and I, I'm going to leave everything else up to me, right? Yeah, I just wanted it to have pumpkin. We in can't it. I have never, a, I never said pumpkin spice. I just no, said I want no. pumpkin in the beer. But I, and I and I thought you meant that, but I'm now after speaking, we're we're gonna do a pumpkin IPA. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't say no though. For a second there. <laughs> well, uh, no, I was I, I was immediately calculating in my head what that would look like or be like. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna do a pumpkin in something. Basically, we'll make a beer, put pumpkin in it. And use pumpkin as some of the sweetness or something. I'm really interested in what you were voxering me earlier uh, when you were talking about uh, roasting the pumpkins on the grill. Yeah, we're going to do the... Uh, you remember I sent you that Instagram... I direct messaged that Instagram uh, link or whatever picture of somebody doing the same thing. They were making a pumpkin beer. And they uh, they were roasting the pumpkin themselves instead of getting a can of pumpkin already. We could make that look really cool. Oh, yeah. Damn right. <laughs> but uh, carve a jack o' lantern into one and put it on the grill. Carve real pop culture into one. Oh, and roast it on the now grill. you're really getting fancy. Uh, but yeah, we'll roast a pumpkin, get a little char on there, and maybe a little one of peppers out there in the garden or something. Uh oh. And uh, Watch out. have a little uh, pumpkin uh, pumpkin heat going on. Be all right. That's what's cool about home brewing. You can do whatever the hell you want. That's true, and uh, yeah. What was that you let me? Uh, those herbs that you're growing. One of them. One of them was uh, sage. Sage. And yeah, that's the one we decided that would be good in a beer. Yeah, sage. And uh, I've actually had basil in a beer before. That's weird, but good. And that the shit you put on spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the caprese mushrooms that Laura makes with the mushrooms. That's got yeah. basil. A lot of basil in it. So. Well, how would this work? I'm going to do a gallon of mango habanero. Yes. But you remember how last time when I did the uh, ghost pepper beer, I put, I did two gallons. One gallon I did, like I had a baseline beer. Yeah, a baseline beer. One I added ghost pepper to. What if I did that again and I did mango habanero on one and then did basil on the other? Because you're basically going to dry hop with the basil, I assume. You're not going to ferment with it. Uh, I don't know. Ask Mark. That's smart. I would say just do a, uh, just do double the mango habanero because I think that's going to be best. <laughs> that maybe is- maybe more mango. I mean, of course, I don't want it as hot as you do. Maybe you can do one, kind of for your average. You didn't think the ghost pepper was too hot. It was hot, but you wanted it hotter. So so I, I would have made it hotter. So just, if thinking, I was making it just for me. So I'm thinking you can make. A mango habanero, a mango habanero, make one just for you, and make one for everybody to try. Ooh, that's a good idea. So that's what I'm saying you should do. Okay. 
Uh, and you now can, you talk me into it. So I'll do two gallons, one for me and one for everybody else. One for else. you and one for everybody else. And, every, and, of course, I'll try the one for you, but it let it have the intensity for clinging. It's, yeah. And I think the ma- mango is going to help. The sweetness, yeah. Balance out the heat, too. Because, uh, you know, you got the sweet and the heat. I mean, that's why they have and, mango habanero. And you don't know what kind of. Like, there's a lot of mango habanero sauce out there that people oh, use. Oh, it's great. It's hot sauce. Uh, what kind of, uh, like we should, damn, I'm getting hungry now. I want some mango salsa. You ever had a mango salsa with lots no, of cilantro and mango and peppers in there? It's pretty good, too. Throw it on top of a pork chop. What? Damn. <laughs> I wasn't hungry to you. You licked your chop. lips. What? <laughs> Still in my belly. Uh, I don't have anything in it. What kind of base beer are you going to do that with? Uh, Honestly, I hope Mark remembers the conversation we had at the Homebrew Club meeting better than I do. But he had a really good idea. I just don't remember any of it. Yeah, you was. I got a little, you found a beer you liked, and you liked it, but it was. Yeah, pre, it was pretty, I was speaking in cursive. Yeah, it was, quick. And it was a. It had a. It was a ninety-five octane beer. But the thing is, if that had been a two percent alcohol beer, I still you still would have drank it. It was a good it was beer. Good. It was a good beer. Like that beer right there, it is probably one of my favorites. And I mean, it's only like two point eight percent alcohol. It's good beer. That's the rinse beer. That's the rinse beer. From the Raptor Piss. But, uh... How do you feel about this version of the Raptor Piss versus the original? It's not the same. The original was better, wasn't it? The original was better. Why? Uh, I don't know. I really couldn't say because it's so far in between when we made it. Uh, but didn't we do... What, I, what did we do different? Uh, the uh, yeast is different. Oh, yeah. And one of the hops is different. But I think this is how it's intended to be, to be made. I think this is how it's supposed to taste. I think our is this first, why people write shit down when they brew? This is why people write shit down when they brew. But um, one of the hops they didn't have, so I replaced it with an equal uh, alpha acid hops to try to get the same IBUs. Uh, but I like this one as well. Oh, I like it too. But I, I it's just I think man, the first you got to think better. we we let that other one sit for a while. Remember, I I was like slapping y'all's hand with a spoon. Yeah, you were kind of Hitler on that. Uh, Hitler on y'all on drinking yeah. it. So, we're going to pull a sample off of this Bardewan here in a minute. Dude. <laughs> Twist my arm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull that rinse out. There's not much left. There can't be much left. Take it with you. you so got to set up now, don't so you? So, I'm going to bring the... Uh, can't you tap at home? No, but I'm going to bring the picnic tap with me. I'm going to bring what that... What else pi- do you need? And that's all I need. And I put it in my refrigerator at home, and I'm going to put the barley wine in the refrigerator. I thought someone had gave you a... Uh... I got a regulator, but I don't have a tap. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of need that. Kind of need all that other stuff. I'll get there, though. Yeah. Can't tap a keg without a tap. Can't cap a keg without a tap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to do, I think, in, probably not this weekend, but the next weekend. You don't have a show. I don't have to work. So we should brew. Like, we need to brew our October beer and our Christmas beer together. Together. Because our Christmas beer has got to age. I don't really have to age much because it's not how much alcohol in it. But don't it need to? But we can make it an imperial stout if we wanted to. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we do have that imperial competition at the end of the year for the homebrew club, and I'm going to say if we put this, whatever, how many gallons we got of this barley wine in the kegerator, it's not going to last long. 
I gotta, I'm gonna have to put a restriction on it because I gotta work all weekend. And if y'all drink it all before I get back over here before it's get cold, I might bring a ninja sword with me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not hooking it up. <laughs> Could you just look? What? I you think just I said, would, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> I would treat what the you barley line, the barley line, the barley wine like McAllen. You, you just looked as like, I'm sorry. Well, you're not gonna come out here and drink six pints of barley wine no you could even walk no 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 it's just gonna be but i don't it's gonna be one of those beers i'd probably pour me like a half a glass oh you don't yeah you and don't, then you want to drink small, regular beer the rest like, of the night drawing up yeah i'm gonna put it in there if he gets drunk he's drank we'll just make it again yeah i'm gonna get me a glass tonight and that'll be my glass okay yeah well we're gonna hook it up here in a minute i need to so you're gonna take the rinse beer out and put the barley wine in yeah we need to clean them taps. Yes. I'm actually thinking about getting a glass of thing of water. You got any sanitizer right here? Yeah, I've got it already mixed. It's it. My gallon fermenter uh-huh. is full of sanitizer. And then we're going to put it in one of those empty kegs and just run it through the lines. On all three taps, one before I leave. Just to rinse out the... Chris said that's all we need to do. That's all I had to rinse them out. Oh. And I feel bad because I told Chris to tell me about when they brew. And he's in texting me like two weekends in a row when I was off. To come, they were brewing, and I wasn't able to go. <laughs> so it sucks. But uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have a big brew day out here, a double brew day. That, that'd be a, some good football games coming on that weekend. So we can watch some football, brew some beer, maybe cook some good food. And uh, Well, that's what I was kind of hinting at, because maybe, if we need to age our Christmas beer. We need to go ahead and brew it. We should probably brew and the Christmas beer and the Halloween beer together. After I counted the cash that we got – and I already went ahead and paid my dues. Chip's paid his dues. Only dues that have been paid is yours. Of course, I just told you the day. But right now, after you pay yours, we'll have 120 something dollars in that kit. Yeah, uh, the the grain bill on the stout's going to be pretty high. No, it's not bad. Really? No, it's not bad. So we have 120 bucks in that count. So awesome. So we can just go ahead and get that out. We can do a pumpkin stout if you want to. It won't make no difference. At what point are you going to add the pumpkin? In the boil. In the boil? Yeah. Man, that's going to leave a lot of... Ugh, yeah. The bottom of the... Like, yeah. there, there's going to be a cake like this. Yeah. This high. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be nasty. Damn, do we have to do a pumpkin beer? <laughs> You're going to waste a lot of volume. Is there a requirement? Do we have to? It's Halloween. I mean, it's October. Yeah. It'd be weird if you didn't. Fine. I'm just going to go buy a pumpkin pie and throw it in the bowl. How about that? <laughs> Look at The pumpkin pie? I'm just going to take a pumpkin pie and throw it. has got pumpkin spice in it? Throw it in the bowl. You just sold me on the idea of roasting pumpkins on the grill. Yeah, that is. And then put it in the beer. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And now we've committed it to, you know, tape, so... Yeah, it's on tape now. We've got to do it. we got to do it? Yep. Oh, one last thing I want to mention uh, as far as brewing is the the next homebrew club meeting. Is the... Uh, experimental hops. Experimental hops. I won't be there. i got to work. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll represent... You got to represent. I represent 100 o'clock brewery. Yeah, you uh, you said you was off that day, so I can bring the keg over here to you and let you bring it over there. Get somebody to drive you over there. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm off the next day. You're off the next day. I may just spend the night at Mark's. <laughs> <laughs> sleep, on, little, like, sleep under the bridge. <laughs> yeah, that awesome little man cave he's got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sucks that you have to work. Uh, yeah, night shift. So, yeah, there's no way I can go in. Who do you think is going to have the best one? I have no idea. It's the same grains. It's the same hops. It's the, so, it's, I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about this? I like it. It's weird. I wouldn't like... I wouldn't want it all the time. It's different. But it's the... I don't know. It's that... It's weird. That's all I can say. It's not weird in a bad way. No, it's not weird in a bad way. It's just something weird. Does my mouth kind of dry? Uh, I was thinking about brewing the uh the Maris Otter smash beer we done that was pretty good I like Maris Otter just that was it's fun to say it's pretty good to, Mary's pretty, Otter that smash brown is that what you call it it's pretty good yeah and cheap it's funny that some of our favorite ones are the simplest simplest ones to make yeah what did Kim Coleman tell us you start getting the buffet the beers the buffet beers with too much shit in there too much shit in there yeah Explicit. Yeah. <laughs> it's All right, well, we're in an hour. We're pausing a lot. That means we're running out of stuff to say. Well, the only time I pause is like when you, we had to get up or whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's go swap these beers out and get us a little a little snore to this barley Once wine. Once you said you were going to put the barley wine in the keg, I stopped caring about it. Podcast. <laughs> like, I give a shit about the show. <laughs> podcast? What? <laughs> we're stinking podcast. All right, we're going to go drink some barley wine. Mm-hmm. You got to name it. Oh. You ain't named it yet. The, I'll have to think on that. You're the beer namer. Yeah, you're disqualified from beer naming because of that last one. I am? The well, baby- yeah, yeah. The one that I won't even say? It's, it fits. It doesn't. It fits. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I'll think of a name for it. All right. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call The List. You just made The List! Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app, search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to AdvertiseCast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popcultureforreal, that's the number four real, at gmail.com. I need to do an outro for this podcast. And then I gotta get out of here. I wanted to I wanted to remind everybody that we need your lists. Every Halloween we do we do lists. The uh, year before last we did uh, everybody's top ten favorite horror movies. Then the the next year we did 
everybody uh, everybody's top ten horror movie sequels. And this year we're doing the top ten most underrated horror movies. We're getting a little more granular. Um, I've got my list just about done. I'm gonna tweak it a little. I've got like eleven on there. I'm gonna move a couple around, maybe replace a couple. But I pretty much got it together. I think I feel pretty good about it. So uh, yeah, get us those lists in because we've only got one or two episodes left in October, and uh, we want to get all of them read. You can uh, call the voicemail line. You can email them to us. Pop culture, the number four real at gmail.com. Send it to us on Facebook, however you want to do it. Um, another thing I forgot to mention when I was talking about the, the Greenhouse Beard Company, those guys have a podcast. If you go to greenhousebeardcompany.com, go ahead and uh, order you a bottle of their beard oil and then click on the YS podcast link and uh, check out their latest episodes. Uh, Jay was actually is actually going to be on this show real soon. And uh, he's going to call in and do an interview. And I was actually on their his old podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but I think it was strictly just a, a pro wrestling podcast. But I did like a long interview with them a long time ago. That was really fun. I um, also just wanted to thank everybody uh, for listening in general because uh, our numbers have stayed pretty good despite the fact that our uh, frequency of release hasn't been exactly awesome. We've been really busy with a lot of things. Got to give another big shout-out to the Edge Radio US for playing us at 8 p.m. on Monday nights, every Monday. Our numbers are looking really good over the over there, too, and we got, like, a really big just global reach through them. They're in, like, 150 countries, I think, and uh, we get listens from all over the globe, and I'm real excited and appreciative about that. So be sure to tune in to the Edge Radio US just all the time, uh, not just Monday nights. There's a lot of good shows on there and a lot of good music. You might even hear some uh, Kill J on there from time to time. So at any rate, I gotta get out of here. Thanks for listening to episode 124 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you. Bye.